Hey, welcome to Younger and Older with Jason and Dave. And we're going to have some fun today, I think. Well, we have fun every day, don't we, Dave? We do. You know, we I do. mean, it's it's winter time. There's snow on the ground. Uh, right now we can see, you know, we're at Silverbridge Ranch and we can see young people going to the Tube Hill. Yeah. If I was a singer, I'd break into song. Uh, I've heard you sing before, but I'm so not, please don't. I'm not a singer, so I won't break into song. Actually, I've heard rumors that you've rapped before. Oh, I have. I've won contests. Really? Oh, yeah. Can you can you share a sample piece? No, I can't. No, okay. But I, you know, you, you know what's interesting is some of the the beauty that's around us that we often don't see. I, I I get the privilege of going out and grooming some of the ski trails. Okay. And I went out yesterday. So and do I, you do that with like a comb or? A yeah, brush? exactly. We take a big brush and we just brush it down. <laughs> it's almost like that. It's a big heavy sled and it ends up looking like you brushed it. Oh, okay. Um, it's called corduroy. You leave it looking like corduroys. Oh, um, so you put a pair of jeans on the trail. You do. Just exactly. You pair just jean it out. Um, but <laughs> I'm what, playing what, you yeah, today, there Dave. There you are. <laughs> but here's what's interesting is I, as I was coming around the bend and the sun was out, I'm telling you, I thought I was I was going over uh, fields of these gorgeous diamonds. The, the sun was hitting the snow and, and everything was throwing off these diamonds are little crystals. I mean, uh, snowflakes are little crystals and they can, the, the sun hits them right. Absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, and the only way to see that, there are, the only way to see it is to go out into it. Right. I mean, you see pictures, but it's not the same. It's not this. No picture ever does it justice, right. I feel like. I, I remember when my kids were young, I used to make them do all kinds of silly things. And one day, we had a couple of snowmobiles, and it was like 100 below out, which is an exaggeration, but it was really cold. Yeah. And I said, hey, it's been cold like for a month. There's this one creek I want to see. What happens when it's below zero for like a month? Yeah. Because it's flowing pretty good. I wanted to see how it froze. Right. I thought, I thought it would be cool. I said, okay, girls, get bundled up. And they're looking at me like, oh, brother. Where are we going We're going to go out on this journey. It's 100 below zero. And we're going to go out on this journey with dad because yeah. he needs to see a creek that's frozen. <laughs> they're probably like, dad, just go yeah. down to the lake. No, I wouldn't let him, man. I said, we're going. I, I don't know what it's going to look like. We're going. I tell you, Jason, it was, this was before cell phone pictures and stuff yeah it was one you of the mean most, you had to get pictures developed yeah yeah that kind of stuff and i didn't even have a camera with <laughs> People like, what i was thinking mean? i'm not bringing it, it'll freeze to death but i when we got there it was the most spectacular sight i've ever seen yeah the water had it was rushing water so it'd come up and it kept freezing as it went up it was about six foot tall water ice caves really that you could walk through if i didn't because i didn't know how the solid the bottom would be yeah but it was phenomenal yeah. And I remember standing there with the girls going, you know, girls, I know that it was really cold and hard to get here and that kind of thing, but that's the price it costs to see this. Right. You know, and it won't be here as soon as it warms up. Right. right. And nobody else is here. Right. It's kind of like the ice caves. You ever yeah. been to the ice caves? I, I have. Yeah. And I've I seen mean, pictures gotta, You got to well. walk there, yeah. you know, and that's not always the same. Right. You know, and that's kind of. You know, it's, it, um, it's amazing to me. No, the ice caves on Lake Michigan. Superior. No, I haven't been to those. Oh. No. Oh, no. those are cool. Yeah, I've seen pictures of those, those too. Those are really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I, there are things in life that are worth the effort. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you need to understand that the, the greatest things in life take a tremendous amount of effort. And one of the things that we want to talk about is how we treat other people, making an effort mm -hmm. to treat them in a way that shows respect. Right, and to be intentional about it. Yeah. I mean, there are times when you're with somebody and just being with them, you feel like nobody when you're finished. Mm -hmm. 
That's not what we want to do as Christians. You know, if I'm, if I'm talking to you, you're constantly texting somebody mm-hmm. on your phone. You're constantly looking at your phone. You're con- I'm thinking, I, I, I'm, I'm, I want to get out of here. Right, right. Why? You're not paying attention to who I am. Yeah, I could tell you you're like a bear right now and you wouldn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's kind of interesting. So what I'm working on is an idea to help young people understand. So you can help me. You tell me if these are reasonable. Okay. Because I'm trying to work on something to say, here's how you can show two things. You can show another person that they're valuable, Yeah. which is something we should be doing. And you can remind yourself in the process that they're valuable because it's not something necessarily that you would do. Okay. All right. So the very first thing I would ask you to do if you're going to show this is be on time. Oh, that's great. Be on time. Just be on time. Yeah. You know what I mean? What does it say to somebody? If you say, I'm going to meet you at 2 o'clock and you're there at 2 o'clock. That's great. You know, and I would say even be a few minutes early. Absolutely. You know? Because you want to be on time. You know, I don't know whoever told me, but I don't know if it was here or somewhere else, but on time is too late. Yeah. It really is, because then if anything comes up along the journey, you're not there. Right. One of the greatest ways you can show respect for other people is by keeping your commitments. And when you say you're going to meet somebody at a certain time, you have arranged your life around that so you can do it. You need to set alarms. You need to get up on time. Whatever you need to do, you need to. Now, this shows the other person that that they're valuable to you. Right. And it reminds you that the other person is valuable. So Absolutely. you're both winners. Both of you, by the way, should be on time. If, if you said, Jason, to me, I want to meet you at three, I'm expecting you at three, and I'm going to be there at three. Right. Absolutely. And that really is something you can work on and be intentional about. Yeah. And you know? I think that's, that's important. Yeah. See how simple that is, too? Mm-hmm. And, and the Bible tells us that we should be people that our yeas should be our yeas and our nays should be our In other words, right. you say something... It should mean something. Right. And if something happens where like, say you just had, you know, something, whatever, say you slept through your alarm. Right. It doesn't mean, and you had a meeting. It doesn't mean that you just throw in the towel and say, oh, well, it's too late. Right. You know, like it, it's still following up on your commitment and getting there if you can and yeah. saying, hey, sorry, you know, this usually doesn't happen, but it happened. It is what it is, but I'm still going to be here. Absolutely. And yeah. you know, what's interesting about that is <clears throat> if in your life you have showed respect to people and you're on time normally, and then all of a sudden you aren't, it's right. usually just dismissed. Right, absolutely, because you know? they know that you're usually on time. It's an exception. We all make mistakes. It, those things yeah, happen. Life happens at times. Yep. A kid vomits on you as you walk out the door. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> Whatever it is. Hey, I know when I, when I go do various <laughs> radio programs, I am usually there an hour early. Right. Well, for my speaking engagements, whenever I have to speak, I'm usually there the same amount of time early. Why? Because just in case something happens, absolutely, I want to make sure that I'm there and they're not left, you know, Wondering what's going to happen. Yeah. And in today's day and age, if you are going to be late, you, there's ways to communicate. Right. So the other person knows you're thinking responsibly. Right. One of the worst things you can do is be late and say, yeah, you know, I just lost track of time. Right. What you did, what you're saying there is, I, you're not that valuable to me. Right. You know, whatever else I was doing. Or was it wasn't that, or whatever it was, it wasn't that important to me. Right. All right. That's, that's, that's number, number one. one. So I the old guy and the young guy, we agree we on agree that on one. We agree on that one. You know? That's a good one. How about this one? Uh, when somebody comes in, you're sitting down at a table and okay. somebody comes in, you don't know, and you're going to greet them. Yep. I stand up. Stand. Yep. Look them in the eye. Yep. Very important that you stand and look them in the eye. And, and again, what, what are you doing? You are showing, you're acknowledging the fact that they're there. Right. You're acknowledging the fact that you have not met them before. Right. I will even do that if, if somebody comes that I have met before, they're old friends, I will still stand up. Half the time, 
if it's an older guy like me, they'll put their hand on my shoulder and stay and and say, "Stay seated." Right, right, all right, because they understand what I'm doing. I am I'm scrambling to get up to show respect. Right. Now, a lot of people in your generation don't understand that's what it is. Right. They think it's a rule or something. But, right. Um, let me give you an indication. All around the world, it's it's the and and through the Bible actually, um, it talks about standing before God. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a way to show honor. In a courtroom, you will go, and when the judge comes in, you stand. Right. Why you're showing honor to the system? You're showing honor to the. I mean, you stand always to show honor. That's just what you do. When you say the pledge to the flag of the United States of America, you stand at attention. You don't sit and do that. So yep. th- that's one of those things that you should do, and that's why us older guys got ticked at the NFL. Right. I mean, because. The standing part shows respect. Right. And that's, we understand that. And when you sit, you're actually saying, I disrespect what's going on. Right. Well, that's why soldiers and people got offended by that. Mm -hmm. And you can be on any side of the fence listening to this program and say, well, Dave, I'm just telling you why they got offended. Right. Absolutely. And and so. Just having a conversation. I I think what you should do when you greet somebody, if you're going to show respect, is you stand you look them in the eye and greet them. Right. And then usually I shake their hand. That's the next thing on my list. Yeah, is shake the hand. And, and it's funny because it, the history of handshaking, people might wonder, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, different cultures, they do different things. But this handshaking thing goes way, way back, way, way back in history. And from what I've understood, it has a history of showing my hand is empty, I have no weapon in it. And the shake part is to show that I have no weapons up my sleeve. Hmm. So I'm shaking to show you that, there's, that there's nothing up my sleeve. Right. You're, you, it's actually a sign of peace yeah. and, and wanting to be a friend with somebody. Now, has it continued that way to this day? You know, I don't know. I think anything can be lost in time as far as I think as a lot purpose. of people still shake hands when you meet somebody. Yeah, you know? I still do, but I'm 61 years old. So right. it's like one of those, you know what, that's how we grew up. You extend your hand. Right. And you shake. Here's what I would suggest, though, if you shake somebody's hand. Don't make it limp. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do the dead fish. Try not to close early. Yeah. And you know, where the, you just catch their fingertips. Yeah. And then don't stay like a dead fish. Don't you know, do give that. Them a firm hand. Don't do that. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking and, about. And don't, don't look the other way. Look them in the eye and say hi while you're doing it. Right. Which is another thing, Dave. Nobody looks anybody in the eyes anymore. Yep. Yep. You know, which drives me crazy. Yeah. You well, know, and, you know what? And we, I, we, and we mentioned on, on previous, maybe it was this program, you know, where like you're talking to somebody and their eyes are on their phone. Yeah. And it's like, what's the point of talking to somebody? It's like right. you're, you're and not. And they'll tell you, I'm listening. Right. Well, forget, that doesn't, that forget doesn't mean you. Yeah. I'm done talking. Right. Because I know how well I can multitask and yeah. I know that that's yeah. horrible. Well, there are some, there are some interesting things. I know um, the people who know me well know that when I'm thinking, my eyes go all over the place. Hmm. Uh, and and I have to stop that and, and look at people because when I'm thinking, I start to look up to the left or to the right and down to the right. But what that for some reason that goes with my thinking. Hmm, interesting. And I'm not sure why that happens. Yeah. So I have to doubly concentrate on looking at somebody because my eyes go all over the place. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple of friends that do the same thing. I can tell when they're thinking, their eyes start doing something. Yeah. And it's like okay, they're just thinking about something. So these are like general things you do. Right. Normally, I'm not thinking overly huge thoughts when I'm greeting somebody I haven't met. I'm just shaking their hand and asking them how they're doing. 
Right. You know, I mean, so I'm looking at them because I'm not doing some deep thought about something. Right. It However, helps you focus on them and, yeah. and, and, get, and almost acknowledge the fact that. But if we're that, on radio, I'm going to, my, my, my eyes are going to go places. Oh, because, absolutely. Because I'm thinking. You're about thinking and we're looking and, at things, trying to find a verse. Yeah, I do the but, same thing, Dave. But that's. Sometimes you just so, almost make me sleep. You yeah, know, we're, but, not, we're not trying to be legalistic here and say you have to stare <laughs> people down while you're These talking. These are just yeah. kind of principles. That's right. So we, we got it. Be on time. If you care about people, stand and greet, look them in the eye. You extend your arm, your right hand. Your your when you give that handshake, I said, don't make it limp. Don't squeeze them until they bleed either. I mean, <laughs> this is not a contest, but do give them a firm handshake. You can always tell a builder though when you shake. Oh them. man, can you? <laughs> First of all, your hand gets rubbed to death as soon as That's they right. touch it. It's like it's like and their hand a is like the size of Texas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are some guys I've seen that have played football and their or piano players even, and their hands are monstrous. Yeah, and they engulf you. Yep. Um, one of the, the biggest hands, I have a book uh, that has Michael Jordan, the old f- basketball player's hands in it. Really? Where he, the actual size hands. Interesting. They're monsters. <laughs> Those hands are so big, I can't imagine shaking them. Wow. But you would shake them, but I'm telling you, you would be engulfed right, right. in them. Um, the, the point is, don't, don't make it so you, it's an afterthought that you're trying to greet somebody. Make it so that it's on the front of your brain and you're showing respect by doing these things. Uh, we'll have to continue in the second half of the program talking about this because I think it's just practical. Yeah, I think it's a lot of practical things that, you know, whether whether you do it or not, I think it's good because it emphasizes the importance of others. And in, in a world where we're losing sight of that and it's becoming more me-focused, I think it's a, a good challenge and I think it's a fun conversation as well to, you know, to look at the different things that we do. Um, and all that. And so uh, we encourage you to stick around. In the meantime, if you have some time, go and check out our podcast. Go to uh, relate365.com and you can go there and check out our previous episodes and and, uh, check us out and all that. But we'll be right back here on Younger and Older. Hey, welcome back to Younger and Older with Jason and Dave. And I think we're having a fun conversation today, kind of talking about different, uh, different ways to make other people feel valued or important you know and whether you call it manners whether you call it being here's an old your era term dave chivalrous oh yeah you know it kind of goes along with our theme for the summer here at celebrate Ranch. i'm that in the in the winter i'm always shivering that's right (laughs) man (laughs) so i guess that would be i'm chivalrous that's right that's very true but that was more of a medieval phrase i suppose okay that's true which it, is what we're having at Silver Branch. You dress yourself kingdom. in a suit of armor and see if you're not cold. I will this summer. There you go. And if you want to yeah. see me in a suit of but armor, you got you to go outside the cold Ranch. with just a suit of armor on. Well, there's a very good chance, Dave, that I will be going outside in the cold fairly soon, but without a suit of armor on. All right, very good. With my swimsuit. Ooh, yes. How many do we have? I don't know. It's it's getting close. For those of you who don't know, we, we, we do this show on YouTube called SBR Insider, and uh, we, we, we very stupidly... Uh, if that's a word. No, it's not. Um, naively uh, said that if we had 200 subscribers, we'd jump in the frozen lake. So we, we are very nearly at that. Cool. Benchmark. I'm going to be there to watch. Uh, and I'll drag you in as no, well. No, you know what? I'll, I'll take the camera. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, someone has to film this thing, and I will have joy out of doing it. There you go. So anyways, we've been talking about these um, kind of actions, principles, things yeah. that you do, manners. Mm-hmm. Um and and so what's we we we've been talking about handshaking, standing up when somebody enters right. the room. You should get the first half of the program on relate three sixty five dot com, and then this half, you know, we'll we'll talk about the other stuff here. So. Yeah, absolutely. 
So um, let's let's continue in this continue in this discussion, Dave. Man, yeah. I am so excited. I'm tongue twisting here. Yeah. So what what's the next on your well, list? Well, you know what? Here's my premise as a, as an older guy: boys and girls are different. Yes. Yeah. So it didn't take me long to realize that in life, and I'm still realizing it. I mean, I run a youth club with yeah. boys and girls in it. Yeah. And we played floor hockey last night. Okay. The girls played floor hockey, and you know what? There's a few of them that are very good. But there's a kindness there yeah. that is almost interesting as yes. I look at it. <laughs> okay, go So on. then the girls left and the boys came in. And there is a roughness there. They yeah. are throwing boys all over the floor. They are hitting them. They oh, yeah. are slap-shotting this thing. They are throwing it at the goal. A total different atmosphere. Yeah. Look. It doesn't take a Rhodes Scholar to realize that boys and girls are different. Oh, yeah. And maybe we have to have a program someday, uh, Jason, where we talk about is different, you know, good or bad. I mean, because it's really just different. I'm yeah. not saying boys are better or girls are better. They're different. And that's okay. Be different. You know, um, the bottom line really is I think there's a way that young ladies should be treated by boys. And that boys need to think about how they treat young ladies. And they should do it in a respectful manner. Absolutely. Okay. So that's where we can get into trouble. And I realize on cultural thin ice right there, because there are people that are trying to say that boys and girls are the same and there are no differences and we should not treat anybody different than all that kind of stuff. I don't think so. And I, I would agree with you. I think that boys and girls are a little different. Yep. And we need to show respect. And Men, even if you were asked parents of boys and girls, yes. oftentimes they're like, oh, they're different. Yep. You know, I only have boys myself, but my brother has a boy and a girl, and he's like, whoa, there's a lot of estrogen. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and I grew up in a home with a brother, so we were all boys, one mom. I have had two daughters, and so I've been in a house with all girls, yep. with one dad. There you go. I understand both sides of this coin. <laughs> Very well. And I want to tell you, there's a difference. Yeah. There isn't a better or worse. I want right. to, I want to leave it at that, that right. it, but it's it just is different. different. It's just so different. He, here's what I think, the yeah. um, etiquette for a young man, and, and mainly, Jason, I want to throw it in, I want to put it in this context again. It's to remind young men that they need to be respectful. Right. So you should develop habits right. that would remind you to be respectful. So I would say you have three sons. I would ask you as a dad to teach your sons habits that would remind them that they need to be respectful of young ladies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, protective of young ladies, respectful of young ladies, that kind of thing. And most, in, in, and most importantly, not to use young ladies. That's been a problem in right. our culture, continues to be a problem in our culture. We don't use people. We love people. Mm-hmm. And we need to do things to remind us of the value of the person. Right. So agree or not agree, we talked about one of these already. When, when, a, when a lady walks in the room, and it's a formal occasion, it's not like you're sitting in a restaurant, you would never sit down. Uh, but you know, you're in a formal situation, stand when right. the lady walks in the room. Absolutely. It just shows respect. Yeah. Um, if you're walking with a lady and you're in a city area, walk on the outside of, on the street on side. On the street side. Yeah. This is to absorb anything that's coming from the street and being protective. And again, I know some ladies are, are already bust, you know, rustling against this, saying, oh, how, I'm not capable of taking care of myself. Is that really the issue I'm making? Right. You are totally capable. Right. Absolutely. The issue is I am trying to remind both the lady and the man that we respect each other, and I'm trying to instill in young men a habit of looking at ladies through the lens of respect, care, and guardianship. 
Now, again, you may go against that, Mm -hmm. but that's what I think should be done as somebody in my age bracket. Um, it is it is good for them to open the door for the lady. If they're walking together, they can open the door. Yep. Um, you should not criticize, whether it be a, a guy or a girl making it, but if you have somebody invited you over to a meal, you do not criticize the meal. Oh, absolutely. You and do, that's, that's one thing I see fading nowadays, yeah. which is, it just, man, it's crazy. Yeah, when you criticize somebody's cooking, you're basically saying this, this doesn't revolve around me. Right. And since it doesn't revolve right, no. You know, if you were to come over, I, I've been to your house and, and you cook a mean pizza. I would, I, I like your pizza, but I would never criticize your pizza. Right. I wouldn't do it. I would eat it and thank you for it and move on. You love your pizza the way you make it. Right. That's what I've got to understand. Right. If I, I, I love actually eating at other people's houses and getting their favorite dishes. Right. Why? Because this is something they love, and I would like to experience it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I may not like it at the end. Right. But uh, I think every young man I've mentored, I've, I've asked them what their favorite food is, and I try and figure out a way to do it with them. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times I, I've never tried it or something, and sure. I'll, I'll try and figure out how to, I'll, I'll even cook it. Right. You know, and then I'm open up to criticism. Like, okay, what do I have to do to make this? So, right. But I'm trying to discover something. Right. Yeah, it's one thing if somebody, you know, invites you to, to, to you, know, compl- you know, either compliment it or criticize yeah. it. But if somebody just serves you, yeah. you know, I think it's, it's very, you know, important not to say anything. Not, not necessarily because you don't want to hurt their feelings, but I think it, it would close potentially any conversation. It's just like, you know, it's a principle that I even learned when I go to, a, you know, a different country on a missions trip. You know, it doesn't matter what they put in front of you, you eat it. Right. Because otherwise you can offend them and all of a sudden it shuts off any conversation that you Absolutely. potentially have. And, and, it, and like you said, Dave, I think it's, it's just a principle. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, are you going to die from that meal? Well, as long as you don't have an allergy, you're going to be fine. Yeah. You know. Not um, only that, you can devastate somebody. Oh, and, absolutely. And you can because they invited you over and they want to serve you. Right. They're serving you something they love. Right. And there's no doubt about it. I mean, they know right. how to cook it and they're serving you something they love. You know, take it doesn't it, matter if you like it or not. Take it's it one as that. Meal. You can muscle it down. That's right. Take it as that. And if you need to pray a prayer, Lord, I'll put it down. If you keep it down, then you pray that prayer. Yeah. You know, but I uh, think the first meal that my wife had with my mom, myself, my dad, I think was Chinese okay. takeout. And she hates Chinese. Okay. She just hates Chinese. She yeah. never said a word. She ate it. She ate it. And, and, and afterwards, I saw how she ate it. I said, you didn't like that, did you? No, but never a word. I right. don't think my mom ever knew she didn't like Chinese. Right. You know? Um, and so I think that's important because we're thinking of others, really. Right. Oh, absolutely. And it shows a world that you're thinking of yourself. Here's another one that you know, may or may not make sense. You don't use the letters LOL for the sake of attention. You, in other words, you're LOL and everything. It's, it's like, you know what? D- don't do it. Frequent and loud laughter is characteristic of folly and ill-mannered. Not everything is funny. Right. Not everything is funny. Don't make everything funny. Now, again, I don't think that's a, a huge evil, but in our society, for lack of anything else to say, you LOL it. Right. And it's like, well, what did you just say? What does that mean? You're laughing at this situation? Right. Even though you're not. You're not. Uh, if, <laughs> if you want to know, we did a whole program on, com- on, um, on levels of conversation. Yep. And go back there and look at it. This is more of a cliche thing that has right. no meaning anymore. And things, so if it doesn't have any meaning, don't. Yeah, it's almost if you don't that. know what to say, you just LOL. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is something, again, that gets into um, uh, some controversy probably. If I'm out with a, a, a lady uh, and we're sitting in a restaurant, pull out her chair. Mm-hmm. 
pull out her chair and don't pull it away when she sits down. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, know, you pull it out and right. you, you help her into the chair. That's right. Um, another thing I didn't realize is that you always, and because, and I need to grow up on this one, but you always allow the lady to look at the full room and you put your back to it. That's right. Oh, there you go. You put your back to the full room. This is a statement to the lady that you want to concentrate on the conversation. Interesting. I didn't know that one. That's yeah. good. I like that. Yeah, that, that's a statement uh, that says, I want to concentrate on talking to you. I do not want to be disturbed by what's going on. Now, what if you had somebody say, you know, like a guy in, the, in, this, case, in this case, say, I always face the room so that if anything happens, I can see it coming and protect her. You know, that sounds great. And that would be my line because I always like sitting in the corner facing the room. I right. like knowing what's going on. But the truth is I'm distracted. Yeah. And, I, and very seldom am I really protecting anyone from bullets flying or anything. And I, I, I mean, I'm really, I'm really not. That's Touché. just a, that's like I'm making this up. It's a real dangerous world we live right. in. Now, it may be that you're in a restaurant in a place that you need to do that. I don't know. But yeah. the, the idea is still you're no, thinking absolutely. I was just of throwing, the person. For the sake yeah. of conversation, I was just throwing it out there. Yeah. Because that was a nude one to me, but I like it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and if there's now. more than one uh, lady that you're going out to eat with, the lady should be seated first before you sit down. Right. Again, that just shows respect. Um, if it's winter, it's okay to help them put their coat on and off. You can yep, do that. That's good. Um, never, ever take their purse. Never. <laughs> you, you almost said that as if you spoke from experience. No. Right? I, I, my wife knows I have a purse phobia. I won't ever touch her purse. Right. But the, the, if, if people carry a purse anymore. If they do, the, the bottom line is you can help carry things, but not their purse. That, right. That's something that you just stay away from. Um. You don't walk in front. If you're walking together somewhere, make sure you walk side by side, but don't walk in front. Yeah. Okay? Uh, in other words, you're, you're a partner with them. You can walk, walk in front. If they're going upstairs, history has been you walk behind them in case. And the, the reason is, and you don't have to really do this, for, but the reason is they might be wearing high heels or shoes that are not. So you walk behind them in case they lose their balance and fall backwards. So that, that's why you go behind them on a, on a stairway. Oh. Um, there are some issues there in modern day that we didn't deal with in history, uh, short skirts and et cetera, that may, you may not want to walk behind them. But, but you know, the bottom line, Touché. Yeah, Touché. The, the bottom line really is the, the reason you would do that is because of the fact that you're trying to protect in case you know, they've dressed up. Right. And right. I don't know personally between you and me, Jason, if it doesn't get out of the studio. Okay. I don't know who invented women's shoes, but they ought to be <laughs> they ought to be taken out and strung up. I've always wondered that myself as a guy. Like obviously, I I've never worn heels. Yeah. But like especially like what do they call them stilettos? Yeah, I don't know. You man. know those really tall ones. Yep. It's like hmm. No. Who's, whoever said let me do this because it looks like it's gonna, going to be comfortable and yep. I want to walk, walk around all day. Yeah, I want to walk around with my my heels in the air, my toe jammed into these things. Yeah. I, I don't know, and and so I know all the ladies might be getting upset with me just talking about it, but I'm thinking. I'm a guy, and honestly... Maybe you just need to try it, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> help. Help. Somebody oh, help man. me. All right. All right. Give us one last one here, Dave. Uh, one last one. All right. Uh, listen to her. That, and that, listen to anybody. Listen. Just you listen. You know, I think that's, that could go beyond just her. I'd say whenever you're having a conversation, make the other person 
whether it's you know a female or not, make them the, the absolutely the one that gets the attention. You know, not not a big deal. These are just things you can practice. Right, absolutely. And it's not like this is a hard set of rules or anything. No. Like you said, it, it's ways of making the other person feel important. Why? Because imagine if you put yourself in their shoes. There's nothing wrong with doing any of these things. And if we're supposed to, you know, love God and love others, why not go out of the way to help them love? Uh, feel loved. So thank you for joining us this week. Like we said earlier, go and download previous podcasts at hope at relate365.com and we'll see you next time on Younger and Older with Jason and Dave.